Hello and welcome to another episode of Pop Fix, your weekly fix of pop culture, news, gossip and reality TV craziness. I'm Marnie Dixit and I'm joined as always by my co-host Samma Rose. Hello! Coming up, some horrific allegations have been flung at Hilary Duff and the US's newest dating show has people seriously mad, plus heaps more. Now let's get into your Pop Fix where we fill you in on everything that's happened in the entertainment world this week. All right, so Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga have teamed up for a song called Rain On Me and it's been a hit across the world. Some call it an iconic gay dance party anthem. And to celebrate the release of the song, a Rain On Me filter has been released. The idea of the filter is that it's supposed to mimic the rainfall on Lady Gaga, which appears in several close-ups throughout the music video. But some have pointed out that the filter looks like instead of raindrops on your face, um, well, there's there's no delicate way to put this. It looks like cum. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that word. <laughs> it's an awful word, but semen almost sounds too clinical. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right, we know what uh, word we can't say around money. Uh, <laughs> Um, But when I first saw the filter, I really did not make that connection that it looked like that. But my friend posted a side-by-side photo of Lady Gaga and himself with the Rain On Me filter and he had a certain expression on his face and it is definitely not safe for work. Have you seen the images going around, Marnie? I've seen it and I'm the same. I have to, like, when I first saw it, I didn't know what people were talking about because I saw on Facebook people were like, oh, Lady Gaga's filter is so raunchy. And I thought that maybe they were referring to the little, like, drop icon thing that, like, ends up on people's heads when they... I thought there was something weird in that little logo or something. And at first I was just like, oh, yeah, it's that little raindrop symbol thing. And then I saw what everyone was talking about and I, like, clutched my pearls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't mention pearls while we're talking about this. Oh, no! Shit. Okay. Whatever. I just didn't see it like that. Sam Sam is crying. Just so you all know. But I am not surprised that Lady Gaga fans would be loving it. Like, it just seems very on brand for them. Um, And I just watched the video this morning and I pretty much love anything that Ariana Grande does. So I'm down with the song. It's not like my favorite video or anything, but Ari's involved. So great. Wouldn't use the filter. Um, if you want to do that for us, you can take that bullet, Sammer. <laughs> Maybe I'll have a go later. <laughs> but yeah, I, like with the song, I'm I'm just not that into it. Maybe if it came on at the club and it was like, I don't know, everyone was dancing. I can see why everyone's calling it a dance track. But um, I actually thought that the video was quite like, meh. yeah, same. And they they're not dancers by any means. So watching them dance, I'm a bit like, oh. You tried. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe this filter in the music video is building up all this hype around this song. But I don't know. I feel like if you're Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga, you don't need a lot of hype. People love them. I love them. So yeah, 100%. (laughs) Sam, this one time at work about six years ago, I met Hilary Duff for all of about a minute and it was amazing. So considering she is clearly a close personal friend of mine, I feel very protective over her and this story 
has me so mad. So over the weekend, Hillary realized that she was trending on Twitter and it was for the most horrific reason, I have to say. People were accusing her of partaking in sex trafficking after she shared a video on Instagram showing some family photos. Let's be absolutely clear, there is no evidence to prove this and these allegations are defamatory to the max. So Hillary, the video that um, this all stemmed from was Hillary was just sharing a video of um, some family photos that I think were on her fridge. And there was one photo of her son, Luca, and he was naked. Mm. So she had covered him up with a sticker. And that is how this whole thing started. I don't know, like, where people's minds went from those family photos to sex trafficking, but they did. And so it was all trending on Twitter. So she took to the site and she said, everyone bored as fuck right now, I know, but this is actually disgusting. Whoever dreamed this one up and put this garbage into the universe should take a break from their damn phone. Maybe get a hobby. And her rep also made a statement saying, let me say this in the strongest terms. This is all a fabricated, disgusting internet lie created and perpetuated by trolls and idiots. Hillary's own post this morning is all that needs to be said on the matter. Everyone who knows Hillary is fully aware what an amazing mum she is and that requires no further comment. If only people with this much time on their hands used their energy to solve real problems in the world. How do people go from that video to she's taking part in sex trafficking? I Well, I just, first of all, as you are her close personal friend, you obviously know she's a caring mother. So this must be shocking to you. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, I'm surprised about what I'm about to say because I never thought these words would come out of my mouth. But I think PC culture has gone way too far, especially in this instance. Yeah. Like people are actually fucked if they can look at like family photos and go, oh my God, that's child porn. We all have family photos where we're naked because we're kids. When we're kids, we're naked all the fucking time. And of yeah. course you're going to have those photos around the place. I mean, maybe don't put them on social media. If you, if, if, if you think about it, that's a bit odd, sharing photos of your child, which is kind of naked online. But The thing is, is that the photo, like you could barely even see it because she was showing like so many photos, like... It would have to be like you would have to pause it at such a like and zoom in like to be able to really see the photo. Okay, so these people are not only like fucked up by thinking that some a mother is child trap sex trafficking her own children, but they're also obsessed to the point where they have to pause the video and scan for anything salacious. Like that's that's messed up. Yeah. And honestly, like it's not a problem until you make it a problem. Like as you were saying, like plenty of mums would have naked pictures of their kids it's not a problem until creeps make it a problem yeah they they need a hobby or they just need to go talk some shit out and just just get off the internet guys if that is where your head is going get off the fucking internet so lana del rey this week is facing huge criticism over recent remarks she made in a lengthy post on Instagram where she named a few hugely successful singers, including Beyonce, Ariana Grande, jo- Doja Cat, and more, she, in the post, was saying that these singers have lyrics about fucking, cheating, being naked, whatever, and they're celebrated for it. But Lana Del Rey says she's being labelled as a singer who glamorises abuse, and she also went on to say that there has to be a place for feminism for women like her. 
and I quote, women who say no, but men hear yes, the kind of women who have their voices taken away by stronger women and men. And she says, and she says in the post that she's paved the way for women to say whatever the hell they want in their music. But many people are calling her out for being racist because a majority of the women she named in her rant are women of color. But Lana Del Rey has hit back saying she named her favorite singers and it's not a race issue at all. Marnie, what do you think about this whole situation? The whole thing is wild. Like, what is she even on about? Like, <laughs> okay, I, I have, I have to. I've never been a fan of Lana Del Rey. Like her music, it's just not really for me. And I don't know, but to like accuse people of trying to start a race war and saying that her initial posts weren't controversial at all, and to say feminism needs to accommodate women like her, it is a lot. And it's interesting as well because most of the women that she mentioned are celebrating some kind of success at the moment. You know, they've all got songs that are doing really well and it just kind of comes off that she is angry that it's not her. And, mm. you know, maybe, Lana, maybe you're just not that great. How about that? <laughs> maybe they are just winning because they're great right now. And I don't know why <laughs> she thinks serving that... some cold, hard truth. <laughs> I, I don't know why she thinks that any of these women that she mentioned never received criticism for their music and those like right? things that you mentioned. Of course they did. Maybe she just wasn't listening because it didn't concern her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, I think I understand where she's coming from in that she says there are women who uh, often spoke over or there are they are in abusive relationships and she's she's talking from a place where she's been that woman maybe maybe that's what she's talking about but i think she could have if that was her message there's a totally different way and a better way to do it i mean the fact that she's comparing herself to people like beyonce and ariana grande and saying she paved the way for them i think that's total bullshit beyonce has been in the music industry since she was a fetus basically so beyonce's paved her own way and i think all of those women have paved their own way because yes they're all pop stars but all their music is different you can't listen to beyonce and think oh that's lana del rey i i think you you're probably onto something money that she feels like she's out of the limelight and she's just trying and she's just stabbing in the dark and being like, Will someone give me the credit I deserve? <laughs> but it just feels so out of the blue and so disingenuous. Yeah, she comes across as like really entitled. Like, is she really that bored in isolation right now? Again, <laughs> Lana, get a people. hobby. Please. Do not get on Instagram because the world does not need it right now. No, definitely not. And I think yeah, I think Lana Del Rey she's been in the music industry for 10 years and I remember when she first came out I loved her music but she faced a lot of criticism when she sang live because she could not carry the tune that was recorded oh, and she interesting yeah and people pointed out she came from a rich family that's how she got her connections so maybe this is all like built up anger from all of that and yeah I don't I don't know where it came from it does seem a bit out of the blue so Hmm, we'll, we'll watch this space. Okay, now, um, if you're a MasterChef fan, which I know that you are, Sama, you may have noticed the disappearance of Ben Ungerman on the show recently. Now, we knew that he was involved in a matter relating to the police because that's what uh, Channel 10 kept telling us. But until this week, we didn't know the full reasoning behind why he was removed from the show. 
and it's since been revealed that Ben was arrested and charged with two counts of sexual assault against a 16-year-old girl by the Melbourne Sexual Offences and Child Abuse Investigations team. A lawyer acting on behalf of Ben has since spoken out, saying, My client is very distressed by the charges levelled against him. I am instructed that the allegations are a complete fabrication and are strenuously denied. On Instagram a little while ago, a fan said that they'd heard a rumour that Ben was taken off the show due to a police incident, and Ben replied, Don't believe everything you read. So it feels quite messy. Um, mm. As someone who doesn't watch the show, can I ask you, Sam, did you notice that he was gone immediately? <laughs> um... <laughs> Look, uh, Ben is the ice cream man. Good looking <laughs> fellow. Um, but I wouldn't say he was... Like, I wasn't watching it for him. Like, I'm definitely watching it for Poe. I love Poe. But apparently, and I don't remember this, but apparently in the episode that he was... Fir- like, the first episode without him, Jock, one of the judges, said, you may notice Ben isn't here. He had to leave due to personal reasons. I don't remember that at all. And it wasn't until the next episode where me and my sister were watching it and she's like, where's Ben? And I'm like, yeah, where is Ben? So I Googled it. Like, we, we didn't notice a whole episode he wasn't in. Um, so I think that says a lot about him <laughs> 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 and the kind of entertaining factor he has. But what I also read was that he... he allegedly assaulted the 16-year-old during the filming of the show. And that just makes me think, what kind of human being are you? If you can, during, you know, I guess it might be the height of his career, you can throw that all away. But on top of the fact that you're abusing someone, you're assaulting someone, that's fucked up. But I just, if it's true, which I feel like it is, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if they're going to address it. It's just, yeah, it's such a messy situation. And I wonder why he's saying on Instagram, don't believe everything you hear. Like, is he saying he didn't assault her? It does kind of sound like he's saying that it's not true and, yeah, the allegations are just baseless. Yeah, it's really hard to speculate because we we need to know more, I guess. But, yeah, I feel really bad for the 16-year-old involved because... Yeah, like, you can't escape his face at the moment. Well, no, you can't because he's not on the show anymore. But he would have been everywhere, so she would have... Like, and I don't understand why they didn't make a bigger deal of it. Why they didn't say, look, Ben's done something awful. We want to acknowledge that and we're doing the best we can to, to help people involved. But... Maybe it's something to do with the legal proceedings. But yeah, it was a very low-key, quiet exit for Ben. Yeah. Ugh. It's... Yeah, that's messy. To be on the show and to do that at the same time, I, like, as you said, what goes through your mind to actually Mm. go through with something like that. And I think that he's got a job at a restaurant or something right now. So he's still, Mm. like, out and about. And I think that... um, you know, there was a story this week as well um, where an actor named Hagen Mills, ki- sorry, he didn't kill, he shot his ex-girlfriend and killed himself because he believed that she had died. And his mother-in-law was saying, you know, these people who, because he had previously committed, um, uh, he had previously been uh, charged of rape and things like that in March. And he had been released from jail and then because he was released, he was able to, you know, commit this horrible crime. And oh it's just like, oh, these, it's why are these people allowed to just, you know, be around on the streets and stuff? Yeah, when it comes to sexual assault and the, the punishment 
people face, I feel like it's far too lenient. Um, yeah. And at least at the very least, I don't. I obviously don't know what's involved with rehab or counselling or anything like that. But if people are going to prison for for doing those horrible crimes, surely they should be given some counselling, some support within prison to make sure that when they come out into the real world, that they don't conduct those crimes again. They don't hurt more people. But that's that's a wider issue. All right, we'll be back in just a moment for Rate It or Hate It. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Popfix Podcast, or we'd love to have you in our Facebook group, which you can find if you search Popfix Podcast. You're listening to Popfix, and it's time for Rate It or Hate It. Okay, Sava, I wanted to hear your thoughts on this one. So a new reality dating show in America has been getting a lot of backlash because it's not your regular Bachelor-style show. It's quite different, but at the same time, I guess it is kind of similar. Um, so the show is called Labor of Love, and it sees 15 men compete to impregnate a woman, if we were to put it on like a very uh, <laughs> quick line. Um, the show is about 41-year-old Christy Katzman, who is desperate for a baby, but she wants to have one with someone she loves. So she is being presented with 15 potential baby daddies who will compete for her. Um, the men are put through some interesting challenges to see if they're the right person for Christy. These things include checking their sperm count, putting them through a labor simulator, seeing how they interact with children. And at one point, they even have a fake bear scare the guy to see how he'd react. Like, it's seriously wild. That part was in the trailer. Uh, and if that's not enough for you, it's hosted by Sex and the City's Kristen Davis. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've watched the first episode. Um, yeah. Including the the sperm count. But I want to touch briefly on that fact that they're scared by a, a fake bear. Uh, yes. When in the fuck is that really going to happen in <laughs> real life? I, <laughs> I need to no choose idea. my my child's father based on how he'd fight a bear. Like, it's and like, not... <laughs> poor guy. It's not like they are in love. Like, and he's just like going to have to be like, I'll protect you from this bear. And he's like terrified. And she knows it's fake. And she's just going along with it. Yeah. Look, the, if, if we can call it pseudoscience, I guess that's what it is. But the whole... <laughs> The first episode, we're introduced to these men, and they're all of a similar age bracket to her. And um, I gotta say, she's forty-one. She looks awesome for forty, like for forty-one. That sounds so ageist. I apologize to all the forty-one-year-olds and older out there, but um, she looks ten years younger. So she's got it going on. She looks beautiful. I, f- I feel like the host is an interesting choice as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think she might have also <laughs> produced it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Bizarre. Um, and then these <laughs> men that we're introduced to, they all talk about how they're just like after love and they want to be or like a father and all they care about is love. I'm like, you're you're in your 40s. Like, there's, surely there's some, like, something there wrong with you at this that. point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying, no, they must really be looking for love. But no, I don't, something's wrong I don't with know. I, I really <laughs> I don't understand the motivation behind people that go on these shows. And it it definitely is like The Bachelorette in that, you know, she gets to choose one guy, but it's way more explicit about the end goal. Like, they have to yeah. procreate, essentially. And in the first episode, we watch these men all go into, um, I guess, like, like a makeshift. Yeah, they're portaloos. Um, and there's not enough for 15 of them. So one goes in 
and then comes out and everyone's just like, well done. One guy's drunk off his face and he's fist bumping everyone as they come out. Oh, wash <laughs> your hands, man. Let everyone wash their hands. I know, it's so uncomfortable. So imagine being that second guy who has to go into the portaloo. And just the smell in there would be enough to make me go, you know, never mind. Um, I'm done. I'm fine without <laughs> having, I'm fine not having a child with a complete stranger. Um, it's just, it's a bizarre show. Um, and there's some characters on there that are just, they've clearly got some stuff to sort out um, and think a child on a reality TV show will solve it, but... Jesus. Um, look, we should I, say I, as well, if you did want to watch it, um, we accidentally found it on YouTube. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe you yeah. will too, because <laughs> it's not available in Australia just yet. No, so um, don't know if it's legal to watch it on YouTube, but you can definitely well, find it there. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. Um, so overall, I'm going to say I hate it. I hate the yep. concept of it. But I'll probably keep watching it. Yeah, I thought the same. So I think that I I wouldn't necessarily rate it, but I would be willing to watch it and to watch like a couple of episodes, see where I fall. There are some people who have watched it and are like huge fans of it. And then other people are saying it's disgusting, appalling, horrifying. And I don't know, hearing all those things maybe makes me want to watch it more. Well, yeah, that's it, right? And I and I feel like it's really hard to have a strong opinion on this show being like, I love it or I hate it because at the end of the day, it's bizarre. Like, it's almost like... <laughs> it's almost like an art piece. <laughs> you look at it, you don't quite understand it, but you go, oh, there's elements of it that I enjoyed. There's elements of it that I think are terrifying. Um, but at the end of the day, you're happy to just sit there and look at it. I love that. I think on that note, uh, we should end it for today. That is all we have time for. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Pop Fix, your weekly fix of pop culture news. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, like iTunes and Spotify. And if you could please leave us a five-star rating and review, that would be amazing. Samma, where can we find you on Insta? You can find me at underscore Samma Rose underscore. And you can find me at Marnie Dixit. We'll be back in a week. Chat to you then. Bye. Bye.